What is up, brothers and sisters? Welcome to the Mitch Gray Show. So glad you could join us today. Another awesome guest headed your way. We're killing it on guests the last few episodes, and I, I love that. You know that we're here to tell the human story, and we're going to do that again today um, with a new friend that I've made, and he is all over LinkedIn and all over the marketing scene. I hope I get this right, Joe. Joe Apfelbaum. How did I do? You did excellent. It's three syllables. App fell down. You got it right. Good job. Yes. yes. I, I worked hard on that. I practiced for like 30 minutes last night before uh, before we were going to record this. Um, so, Joe, you are the CEO of Ajax Union. You have another company called Evergreen that we'll get into in the, in a minute. Uh, but you're kind of the guy that loves to coach on marketing and, and empower people through um, things like LinkedIn. So I've got a question for you to kind of start the conversation. The word marketing is used often. People know they need it. But here's the question. Tell mm -hmm. the people why marketing is so valuable and important. Yeah, a lot of people think if you build it, they will come. I thought that myself when I started my business. I thought, oh, if you build it, they will come. But the truth is you can build it, but you also have to market it. Arnold Schwarzenegger says, work very, very hard. Build a beautiful product, but you have to advertise. Mm -hmm. so if you're not putting yourself out there, if you're not building relationships, if you're not growing your business through marketing, then you're not going to get the right amount of people to see you and you're not going to be able to have the growth opportunities. The companies that are the best companies at growing, at succeeding, at building, those companies are really, really great at sales and marketing. So ask yourself, what's your marketing strategy? A lot of people are doing random acts of marketing. And if you're doing random things, you're going to get random results. Instead, have a specific strategy, and that will enable you to be able to get to your goals. Yeah, it's almost easier for most people, right, to do the random acts of marketing. I love that saying, by the way. Nice job there. It's, it's just kind of you're at your everyday, especially for entrepreneurs, especially if you're a small business entrepreneur. It seems like you're a jack of all trades, and marketing gets pushed aside. I think people subconsciously know the value, but I think it's more about the how. So what are some things that you all are doing um, to empower people in that knowledge and in that ability to position themselves better? Yeah, so the first thing that we do to empower people to position them better is we support them by educating them on strategy, whether it's a company that's doing $10 million in annual sales or $200 million in annual sales, or it's a coach, consultant, and entrepreneur. The first step you have to do to succeed is have a clear marketing strategy. If you launched a podcast and you have absolutely no idea what your strategy is, will you going to be successful? No, you're not because you're just basically speaking to everybody. You don't have the right messaging and people are not going to be interested in just a general podcast about nothing. I mean, of course, people were very interested in Jerry Seinfeld's uh, program about nothing. Right. That was on national TV. And when you have a reach like that, it's very, very different. If your niche, you know, the niches, the riches are in the niches. Um, so the key is for you to really figure out what your strategy is. Mm. And once you have a clear strategy, and that's something that we help people do, whether it's companies or individuals, once you have a really good strategy, then you can start creating the right assets. Then you can start building up the right content, the right presence, and the right automation. A lot of people, they just start posting and posting on social media, or they create a website with random information that's not relevant to the people that are most likely to buy from them. And so what I always tell people is that energy without strategy is a waste of time. And the right strategy will save you a decade. So what's your plan? What are your goals? What would you like to achieve? Who would you like to achieve it with? 
And what are you going to say to them to get them to become a customer? And that's really the key. That's the first step. The last step is for you to take the right actions. People are so focused on just doing things reactively, waiting for customers to walk in the door. You know, it used to be that you would open up a store, my, like my mother opened up a store in Orchard Street, and she would wait for people to walk in. Mm. She wouldn't even market herself. Right. She would literally just wait for people to walk in. And sometimes they would walk in, but often they wouldn't. Eventually, after 10 years of trying, she went out of business. Hmm. So instead of being like most business owners that go out of business, have the right strategy, have the right marketing program, take the right actions based on the right assets, because of a lack of preparation is going to lead to a lot of frustration. People are stuck in fear. Frustration's a manifestation of fear. Yes. Frustrated because you're not sure what to do. You have a lack of clarity. And a lack of clarity leads to a lack of motivation. Progress doesn't happen from people being frustrated. People get stuck with paralysis of analysis when they just get frustrated and they're in their fear. Mm. So instead of that, what you want to do is, instead of blaming everything else like your environment or not having enough resources, take responsibility for your lack of preparation and then start preparing with the right strategy, with the right assets, and then you'll have the, the motivation with clarity to be able to know exactly what you need to do to build your business and to build the life that you want. So let's say someone, um, obviously right now, when, when we're recording this episode, we're in unprecedented times, um, especially really for businesses of all size, for everyone. What, what do you see businesses doing, pivoting to uh, mindset shift, whatever that looks like during this time of challenge of you know, in the state that I'm in, in New Mexico, they just did another two-week shutdown. So so that, that stress and that fear that you're talking about is very real to so many people right now. Um, what's something you would encourage them with if they need to go through that pivot, if they need to shift some things, if they need to, they, they know they need to be adaptable? Um, what are some things they could do to, to hopefully not lose so much business, not lose hope, and to keep momentum moving forward? Well, the first step is if you don't want to lose hope, you need to have a clear plan. Mm. Most people, they do not have a clear plan. And so we have something called a goal setting masterclass we teach in Evergreen. And during our goal setting masterclass, we essentially teach people why they, even though they plan, they're not performing. It's because they're missing purpose. I wrote a book called High Energy Purpose, teaching people how to develop their purpose, how to find their both internal purpose and external purpose and the difference between the two. If you don't want to lose hope, don't rely on hope. Ah. If you don't want to be unlucky, don't rely on luck. Instead of trying to get lucky, instead of trying to win big, instead of trying to win the lotto, forget about all that. Build a relationship. Build a relationship with the right people. Build a relationship with yourself. Have more confidence in your intuition and your ability to be able to grow your business. And if you do that, and that will lead you to hiring other people that will support you. You know, no athlete ever jumps on to become the number one athlete without having mentors and coaches. Zero. Right. Not one athlete. So if you want to be an athlete in your business, you got to commit to having a coach. If you want your body to be ripped, you can't expect to have motivation yourself. You got to hire a coach. Now, you might not afford to be able to hire a coach, so then take a course. Yeah. Courses these days have become so much more affordable. And with group coaching, it's so, it costs so little to do. You can put it on your credit card, you could join a course. And it can transform your life. How do I know this? It transformed my life. Mm. My life was completely transformed as a result of the 
courses that I've taken more than anything else. Also, the one-on-one -on -one coaching has impacted me tremendously that I've received from mentors and from coaches, from friends, from people that have done it. There's a famous saying, success leaves clues. If you want something in your life, anything in your life, don't hope for it. Go after it, but go find someone that has done it already. And then that's what you're going to be able to be more successful at. So let's dig into that story a little bit more, man. What brought you to this day? I believe everyone arrives at the moment they're at for a, for a reason, through story, through experience, through decisions. Um, so what brought you here? You kind of alluded to it a little bit. Um, t tell us a little more about that. Yeah, so what brought me here specifically to today is I watched my mother try to grow her business for many, many years, and essentially she failed. I mean, she didn't get to where she wanted to get to. She couldn't get over the million dollar mark. And for her, you know, I, I look at most business owners and I see them suffering the same fate that my mother suffered in the Lower East Side with her boutique ladies clothing store. And I looked at her and I asked myself, like, how am I going to be successful? She, the most motivated mother I ever had, a success, smart, successful, hardworking entrepreneur, can get over the million dollar mark because, you know, a business will generate 5% profit. So to be able to pay yourself a decent salary, you got to be making over a million dollars in revenue. Right. So I had to ask myself, how am I going to do that? And I had no idea. So I went over to my mother and I said, Ma, I don't want to fail. I don't want to go out of business. What should I do? And she took me to the Brooklyn Public Library and she said, go get books. If you want to learn how to use computers, go get books on computers. What do you want from me? Because she didn't send me to college and I was all upset about that. But I, went into, I went into the library, got a bunch of books on computers and web design, and I started build, fixing computers and building web design for people, building websites. And um, you know, I taught myself graphic design. I was using all, I was doing it by coat, by hand first, and then I started learning Flash and Dreamweaver and Fireworks and Photoshop, and I became an expert at building websites. I became an expert at computers and servers and all this other stuff. So I built an IT business, I built a web design business, but the truth is my customers were getting what they asked me for, but they weren't getting what they needed. Ah. What does that mean? I built websites for people and they say, if you build it, they will come, but there was no traffic coming to the websites that I was building mm. because I myself did not know marketing. I didn't understand how to market a business. So I learned that I have to learn how to market a business because more and more people started asking me for that. So I learned and I became an expert at search engine optimization. And I started picking up lots of clients. As a matter of fact, I was working at a, uh, I was director of MIS at a company, um, $10 million business, helping them with their IT while I was running a bunch of side hustles. And then uh, somebody wanted to hire me to do their SEO full time. And the same person who was an investor in the, in the wholesale company said, okay, Joe, you can go work for that other company to like be their CMO and manage all their SEO and all that stuff. And so I did that and I was very successful there, hmm. but my agency that I was running on the side was really taking off. And so my partner told me, Joe, it's time for you to come work full time at Ajax Union. So I went over to the CEO of the watch company that I was their CMO and I said, hey, what do I do? So he basically said, Joe, listen, you helped me build this company from 3 million to 40 million in revenue. Now it's time for you to be your own CEO and grow your own business. So he gave me a big hug and he said, Joe, I will become your biggest client. Go mm. do your thing. And so I left. I left a very nice six-figure position with all types of benefits. Very, very good. And then I basically had to drop all my side hustles, focus on one business, 
and I built it to be one of the fastest growing companies in the U.S. There's a famous saying, where focus goes, energy flows. Mm. Now, there was still a major problem because although I was doing well financially, even after I was one of the fastest growing companies in America, my belly was also one of the fastest growing companies in America. (laughs) And I was was 265 pounds. I gained a lot of weight. So I lacked this thing called awareness. I was driven by my ego, by my fear, by my desire. And so I had to learn how to kind of uh, transform myself to a more conscious being and learn the steps of what I call the high energy secrets to make sure that I stay in high energy and that I'm able to live a long, prosperous life, not just having success, but also feeling fulfilled. Because the ultimate failure is when somebody has success but doesn't feel fulfilled. So if you can have both the science of achievement, which means understanding how to build success, which success leaves clues, and also understanding how to be able to feel fulfilled every single day, feel joy, feel freedom, feel power, And so thankfully, I'm in my power. I'm able to write books. I'm able to build a new company. I'm able to impact thousands of entrepreneurs. And the way that I do that is by me just being authentic, me being in the moment, and me realizing that, you know what, all this ego stuff that I suffered through and that I, all the pain that I felt was all there for me, for a lesson, for me to learn. And I learned so many amazing lessons and I continue to be a student of life and I absolutely adore being able to communicate in the way that I am right now. But this was because of a lot of fear that I had to overcome. You know, I was afraid of public speaking. Mm. I was afraid of networking. I was afraid of writing. I was afraid of social media. I used to have a picture of a cheetah in 2009 (laughs) as my Facebook profile photo. You ever see those people? They have like a logo as their photo. Yes, yes. That was me. That was me. That's weird, dude. That's creepy. Right, right. That was me. I was the creepy weirdo. That was just stuck in my fear. There are some common threads, first of all, in in your story that I find um, really, really powerful. But there's also some common threads on the guests that I have on the show. And one of those common threads is it's amazing how many of the guests I have on that express the exact same thing you just expressed about fearing public speaking, the awkwardness of it, not believing in themselves. And so what that tells us is that's actually the human story, right? It's the human story of overcoming those things that we oftentimes allow us to hold hold ourselves back. Um, I love the saying that fear is a great teacher. It, it shows us things about ourselves that we may not otherwise be able to discover. And the other thing I love in your story that's kind of a common theme is curiosity. I think people stop being curious, and so they stop learning and they just settle. And what yeah. I hear what I hear in your story is that curiosity to learn and to try things and to read books and to move forward. And that, that's an admirable trait. Yeah, that's one of my values. You yes. know, I had to establish my personal values. And the three personal values is curiosity, creativity, and levity. Mm. And that's, that's what I'm committed to. And that's, that's where I feel most alive. Mm. You know, I feel most alive when I am in my curiosity state when i'm in my creativity state yes you know if i can if i could just whoop out uh, an amazing rap and just you know let the world just <laughs> you know just be in flow a lot of people are just not in flow so if you put on a beat now i would totally just start flowing with you it would just yeah. be a, like yo 
Yo, yeah. yo, my name is Joe, and I'm the LinkedIn pro. Everybody out there, they just want to grow, but they're not posting. They're just coasting. Don't be like them and get your LinkedIn toasting. You know, that that's something that I would totally just ride yes, with. Yes, yes. Um, I'm going to go ahead and send that to CD Baby, and it'll be a sample single that'll be out in the next few months. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly right. And and I feel that, man. I, and and really it's 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 really the art of finding what lies in your DNA and living within that passion. And and what you're saying is pushing people to live with a purpose. Give give that passion some purpose. So it's not so an internal purpose. Yeah, an internal purpose and an external purpose. Like understanding what is the purpose between you and the world of uh, you and yourself and the purpose that you're out there from from the outside perspective you know, the way that you interact with the world. Um, and, and often people don't differentiate between the two and right. they forget that they exist. So they lack self-care, they lack self-love, they lack self-awareness. And when you lack all that, you're coming from a place of scarcity, from a place of ego, instead of from a place of consciousness, from a place of completion. Yes, yes. So let's go back to the book, High Energy Purpose. It just released, correct? Available on, yep. on Amazon. Um, mm -hmm. Tell us what took you to the book. What what made you want to manifest those lessons and thoughts that you had within uh, as a gift to others in the book? Yeah, so for me, it was all about like, how can I make sure, and it's mainly, I have five kids. So for me, mm -hmm. it's mainly about how can I make sure that my five children benefit from my suffering? benefit from my lack of awareness in the past. You know, I'm 41 years old now. My kids are just becoming teenagers now. My oldest right. is 14, my youngest is five. And so making sure that they understand my experiences. And the best way that I can do that is by writing a book that they can have, whether I'm around or I'm not around, whether I'm in their life 24 seven or not, or you never know when you'll take your last breath. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I had to document and codify this information. I was in, in my own words, mainly for my kids, but I also have an external purpose of serving 1000 hungry entrepreneurs that want to go from frustration. They're frustrated to motivation, a word that I made up Yes. to be into feeling more complete, more satisfied, more fulfilled, yet still very hungry. And so this book is a manifestation of my desire to want to communicate the information that I learned that helped me be able to get over my frustrations, to help me be able to get over my fears. There are three stages that I walk people through. Whenever I'm coaching anybody, whenever I'm mentoring anybody, there are three stages. The first stage is awareness. The second stage is strategy. Mm. And the third stage is accountability. What is awareness? Awareness is just being able to see our blind spots. You know, we all have blind spots. We yes. all are wearing a pink pair of glasses and we think the whole world is pink. And the truth is we just lack vision. It might be 2020, but dude, you lack vision. Right. We all lack vision. Right. And so getting over those blind spots, being able to see the things that you cannot see, because once you see them, you cannot unsee them. Once you see them, you cannot unsee them. So what are the things that we need to see around our boundaries, around our agreements, around our ego, around our fear, around forgiveness, around the difference between honor and respect. There's so much, it's, there's so much juiciness there. And then there's about strategy. Strategy is more about external. It's like, what is your purpose? What are your goals? What would you like to achieve? What are your resources? What are your skills? What, what type of schedule do you have in your life? And how do you manage your time? And like all this stuff. So I 
covered in a very brief way. It's a 90 minute read in this book, High Energy Purpose. And I walk people through, number one is how can you see the things that you don't see? Number two is how can you actually have a plan, a strategy? And then how do you have accountability? How do you make sure that number one is that you automate the things that you need to do? Like, what are your habits? Like, how do you, how you don't need self willpower if you have the right habits, right? right? Most people, right. they don't understand that everything in their life is literally automated right mm -hmm. now. It's automated the way that you think, the way that you feel, the way that you respond. It's all automated based on your habits. So instead of trying to use willpower, not to eat the chocolate cake, create a habit to drink water. Did you know that a 5% drop in hydration is a 30% drop in energy? Mm. And so I talk to people about their association. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So who are you associating with? Are they bringing you up or are they bringing you down? Are they motivating you to inspire you to do more, be more, have more? Or are, are they basically just keeping you stuck where you are. And then finally, it's all about appreciation, making sure that you see that you're focused in the right direction. So many people are focused on what they don't have. Right. But when you shift that focus into what you have, you start getting more of that. You start attracting more blessings. And so I tell people, focus on what you can appreciate. Whatever you appreciate, appreciates. So if you appreciate your life, your yes. life will worth yes. more. If you praise your life, you will raise your life. Yeah. Yeah, that's powerful, man. Um, so definitely, brothers and sisters, go check out Joe's new book, High Energy Purpose. Um, if it's half of what he just said it was, it's going to be awesome. So, so go grab that. Um, tell us, let's shift the conversation a little bit to your, your what would be potentially considered as a, a LinkedIn expert. You've kind of taken things you know about marketing, things you've learned about marketing and, and empowering people and applied that to LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is a crazy growing platform right now, um, especially for entrepreneurs and business people. Tell us what makes LinkedIn or a platform like that so important. And then tell us why, sh why people should be using it um, in, in the proper way. Yeah, the reason why LinkedIn is so important is because LinkedIn allows you to build relationships in a professional setting. Most people, they don't have the ability to consistently build relationships, um, even during a pandemic. They don't have that right. ability. Right. Um, but if you understand how to build relationships on LinkedIn, you know, I looked at your profile, you have less than 500 connections on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. which is shocking because you are an expert, right? So you should <laughs> right. have the ability to have thousands of connections easily thousands of followers easily, but you lack the awareness that LinkedIn is a platform, a monster platform, giving people free access to professionals to be able to build your brand, build your connections and grow your business. And most people don't know about this. So I'm on a mission. You know, LinkedIn only has 700 million people on it right now. Right. Her goal is to grow it to 3 billion. Microsoft owns LinkedIn. They paid $27.2 billion for LinkedIn. Right. And LinkedIn still loses money. So they have to figure out how to monetize it. And while they're doing that, they're giving away a lot of free organic reach to the people that are on it right now. Mm -hmm. So if you want to build your brand, if you want to build your authority, if you want to generate revenue, LinkedIn is the number one place for you to be right now. And most people are just not leveraging it correctly. And I'm here to teach you how to get more exposure, how to get more credibility, and how to get more conversations. At the end of the days, if you want to close deals, you have to have more conversations. That's right. the bottom right. line. And so I'll teach you how to do that in our LinkedIn course. Plus, we have coaching. And we just lowered our price 
um, we're charging 10% of what we were charging before, and we're giving people lifetime access to the course. Oh, wow. So it's just insane, the deal that we're running right now before the end of the year. Um, but, you know, my goal is to be able to impact more people. You know, thankfully, I have a very successful agency, and our second business, Evergreen, is really about giving back. So tell us, you just mentioned it, Evergreen. If if someone's listening and says, "Wow, I want to learn more about LinkedIn specifically or that kind of coaching," where would they where would they be able to tap into that? Um, so yes, yeah, so if you go to evergreen.com, e v y r g r e e n dot com, you can easily um, see information about the course. There are webinars that you could watch. There's lots of resources, videos, tips, things that you can download. So definitely check out our program at e v y r. G-R-E-E-N.com. And for anyone listening to this, I mean, if you want to connect with me, just go to joelinkedin.com. Um, I'm very happy to connect with you. Mention Mitch's name, mention the podcast. I do have a thousand people waiting to connect with me. So I usually um, connect with people that um, are more likely to let me know how they found me, you know, mm-hmm. not just a regular thing. So that's, if you just basically send me a connection request, I probably just won't accept it just like that because I have so many people waiting to connect. Uh, but if you mention Mitch's program, I'll you know definitely put you on the top of the list. And that, and you said JoeLinkedIn.com? Yeah, I created Perfect. a URL that automatically redirects people to my LinkedIn page. So this way they don't have to remember my last name. Yeah. Most people can't remember my last name. So <laughs> I love on your um, – it was kind of funny because I was really hoping you played on the whole Apple thing. And I loved on your personal website that the O is in Apple. And I was like, oh, he actually did. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, totally. That's cool. That's cool. So, uh, how how are you personally, man? We've talked a lot about business. How I like to check in with people and see how things are going, and and um, yeah, things have never been better for me personally. I feel more free, more alive. I feel really happy. I feel on purpose. You know, I got my goals. It doesn't mean I don't have challenges in my life. I have plenty of challenges, but I feel like you know I'm making a real impact in our communities. I'm making a difference for people. I'm doing what I love, what I absolutely love with all my heart. Um, and there's nothing better than that. There's nothing better than, you know, when, when you wake up in the morning and you're absolutely doing what you love, there's no better feeling than doing what you love every single day. Um, now I always tell people, don't try to do what you love instead of love what you do. Mm -hmm. Anything that you do, be in love. And if you don't love doing it, either accept it or stop doing it. Right. Right. Yeah. Those are kind of the two paths there, right? Or it's going to be miserable. It'll, it'll be simply miserable. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, the one thing I loved when I first kind of discovered you, um, we were talking before the show on, on a website that a lot of podcasters use is I loved the whole theme of giving back and how you're just trying to empower people. That's that's I, I related to that a lot because that's very much my um, path in life as well, because really at the end of the day, if all we've done is build up our own kingdom and not helped anyone else build theirs, it's it can be a lonely life. It can be a lonely life. Yeah, I agree. And so I, I love that, that, and you've come back to it quite a few times in the show. So thank you for, for doing that. And you are running a business and building a business. We don't give everything away for free, but that's, uh, that, that's a great motivator. Um, I want to go back to, to small business entrepreneurs. So let's talk, you know, people that were like your mom. Um, maybe they're the only ones that unlock and lock the door every day. Maybe they have a few handful of employees. Um, what is... If, and, and the reason I'm asking this is I've talked to a quite a small business entrepreneurs, especially older generation. And I've also talked to a lot of small business marketing people. And, and the thing you hear all the time is it's almost like pulling teeth, helping people understand the value of the things you're talking about. 
What's one piece of encouragement or value you would give your mom back in the day to be like, hey, I know you want this. Here's how to get this. But but a tangible piece that they could maybe take from the show and go, yeah, there is value there. Yeah, know that know that no matter where you are right now, that's exactly where you need to be. And if you're not happy or frustrated, there's something you need to learn right now and there's something you need to transform into. You can only grow your business as much as you grow yourself. So don't freak out that you're not getting the results that you want. Know that wherever you are right now is exactly where you need to be. It's like really and like internalize that. Internalize that wherever you are right now is exactly where you need to be. So if you want to change your life, you want to impact the people around you, you want to make a difference, it's just about getting the right strategy. It's about finding people that already do, that already have what you want and having the confidence to build a relationship with them and ask for support. So many people are afraid to ask for support. So I would tell my mom, you know, just ask for support. But first, be confident that where you are right now is okay. It's okay for you not to be at your goal. It's okay for you not to have already gotten the results. So many of us get so hung up on on the, the situation, like where they are in life. Some people are so hung up on that that they're afraid that other people might look at them the wrong way. Stop being so afraid. Stop being so afraid, you know? Yeah, I, I love that. It's it's the power of self-permission, right? That that it's okay where we are now and it's okay to be moving forward and it's okay to ask for help. But that's again kind of a crazy human nature thing, right? That when it comes to asking for help, we have this kind of uh, weirdness about us. Like, like, like we don't wanna show a weakness or we think that asking for that help is a weakness. And that's that's interesting to overcome. Yeah. 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 And, you know, vulnerability is actually power. A lot of people mm. don't realize that. They think that vulnerability is all bad or whatever it is. But vulnerability is actually super, super power. And if you can tap into your vulnerability, if you could take a step back and realize that, you know what, you are enough. You're a powerful human being. You're a powerful, powerful human being. And all you have to do is take a step back and realize that your life can be so much better. Your life can be so much better if you just accept where you are right now. It doesn't mean you shouldn't change. Right. It doesn't mean you right. shouldn't improve. It doesn't mean you shouldn't take things to the next level. Yes, you can take things to the next level. But take a step back and realize that wherever you are right now in this moment is exactly where you need to be. And when you when you when that really registers inside you and you're like, "Oh my gosh, from here, when you get complete with that and you stopped resisting, mm. You know, so many people, they just want to resist where they are. Think about that. I'm not comfortable with where I am. I have to change this. Right. Have, no, you don't have to change anything. You could just be with what is. And from there, from a sense of completion, now you can create. Now you can build. So stop being so in, in, your, in your ego, mm -hmm. in your I need to change this, in this is not okay. Instead, be with what is love what is you are amazing you are enough you are an incredible incredible human being and the fact that you exist the fact that you're alive that's powerful it's powerful that you are alive it's powerful that you exist it's powerful that you're here so use that power instead of shunning it instead of being afraid instead of running away be with it and you're going to attract more of what you need to attract in your life you could literally create anything you want in your life if you take the time to give other people what they need, you can attract and get anything you want in your life. 
But most people are just trying to take, 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 and they're worried they're not getting enough. Right. Stop worrying about not getting enough. Said be more, do more, and then you'll have more. I love that message. You you are enough. That that's another common theme that guests bring up constantly. And and, and because I think that's the turning point and the watershed moment of, as you've said, kind of not living in that ego and kind of living more out of self-compassion and self-awareness is knowing that, that everything you have is within you and that you are enough. It's, it's, it already exists. It's just a matter of opening yourself up to it. Yeah. And that's, that's a powerful message. So what's next for you, brother? What's next for, what's on the horizon? Well, I want to continue to build Evergreen, continue to build Ajax Union, continue to impact other people, continue to make this world a better place. For me, it's about impacting and inspiring the people around me. Yeah. Um, and one day at a time, just being in the moment. You know, so right now I'm with you. Yes. I'm in the moment with you. And that's that's a beautiful place for me to be. And so, you know, of course, I, I have plans to grow my business and you know, but for me, anchoring myself in the moment and reminding that by reading this book, by reading High Energy Purpose, it'll remind me to be anchored in the moment, to stay aware, to stay conscious, and not to forget about the wonderful gifts that we have right now. There's no greater gift than the present. Right. And that is the ultimate gift that you can give yourself is to actually be present. One of my favorite books I just finished reading, um, it's called You Are Here by Thich Nhat Hanh. Uh, the the Buddhist monk, and it's exactly about that. And and we do we find ourselves so scattered, um, and all of us do it, right? So it's a constant reminder and a constant practice to be fully present at whatever is taking place in this moment in time. Yeah, yeah, we need that reminder. And you know what? It's not bad to need a reminder. It's not a bad thing. You yes. need a reminder. Some people think, oh, if I need a reminder, that I'm just not doing I'm good. Not yeah. 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 No, it's okay. We all need reminders. I'm reminding you to drink water, something you got to do all day, but you right. still need a reminder. I call it in my book, High Energy Secrets, I call it the seven daily reminders. Mm. What are the seven things you need to remember every single day? One of them is drinking water. Another, another thing is to measure. Most people forget to measure. They're not sitting there tracking their key performance indicators or KPIs. So a reminder in every area of your life, whatever gets measured, gets managed. Whatever gets scheduled, gets done. So measure it if you want to improve it. Another reminder is be grateful. Focus on gratitude. We need, because automatically we're just focused on the pain, right? The pain <laughs> right. is where we focus. So instead right. of focusing on the pain, focus on the pleasure, focus on the gratitude, focus on the blessings, focus on the appreciation. If you focus more on that, you'll end up having more of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that idea of reminders because we do. We, we, we think, again, just like asking for help or for guidance, we think having a reminder is a weakness. That, mm -hmm. and, and I don't know where that comes from. I think it does come from that ego standpoint of, you know, I can do it on my own. I don't need anyone else. And so fighting through that and really it's about humility at the end of the day, right? It's about, it's about saying it's okay. It's okay to need reminders. It's okay to ask for help. And I love the idea of when you can share those moments with others or with someone else that comes back mm -hmm. to your accountability, which was, I think the third thing you talked about earlier was having that accountability because Oftentimes we're the worst at holding ourselves accountable <laughs> and just having those compassionate, strong voices say, you know, no, we're, we're, we're here to walk alongside each other. And that's a better way to walk in life. Mm -hmm. Agree. Yeah, it's powerful. Joe, this has been amazing, man. Um, we'll kind of start wrapping up the conversation here. I, I always have, I have a game I play with each of my guests. 
five questions, quick round, one word answers only. No one ever sticks to that. <laughs> so that's okay. Here we go. Regarding books, do you prefer digital or paper? Paper. Uh, and this is a bonus question. What's the newest book everyone should buy? <laughs> High energy purpose. I'll throw it out there. Uh, yeah. um, coffee or tea? Tea. Guilty pleasure. Alcohol. One thing you cannot live without. My kids. Ah. And uh, what's your favorite season of the year? So you're in Brooklyn, so this will be interesting. Fall. Fall, yeah. That's kind of the majority, actually. No matter where anyone is, all over the world, guests usually say, fall or autumn some people call it autumn. fall is very predictable whereas spring you never know if it's still winter or it's already summer you know like right fall is, yeah. <laughs> summer's over it's getting cool but it's not quite hot you know well we we get a lot of wind in my part of the country and so spring brings with it just absolute 60 mile an hour days on wind and i'm like ah i can't i can't handle that that's crazy um yeah. joe what's what's one piece of advice you would like to leave the people with before we close out Read, <laughs> read. Um, most people are not readers and yeah. leaders are readers. Yes. So if one piece of advice that I have for you is make sure that you spend even just 10 minutes a day reading. When I created high energy purpose, when I created high energy answers, when I created high energy secrets, I purposely made the chan the chapters small enough that you can read a chapter in just five minutes. Because I know that people have a short attention span in this TikTok world. Yes. So I tell people, spend a few minutes reading, even if it's just one chapter or one page of a book, it will change the way that you view things because it will change the way that you think. And when you change your thoughts, you change your life. I grew up in a culture. I, I think this is why I fell in love with reading. I grew up in a culture that you could only read certain things because those certain things held all the truths to life. Yeah, <laughs> And it limits your perspective. And what I, I fell in love with reading when I was a teenager because I was like, oh, wow. You mean I can learn from anyone who has ever written a book at any point in time? Like my learning isn't limited. And people forget that. You can you can sit at the feet and learn from people from centuries ago. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. So yeah. I love that. Great piece of advice. Please, please read. Uh, Joe, thank you. This has been amazing. Brothers and sisters, thank you for listening to The Mitch Gray Show. Make sure you follow Joe. Um, on social media, if you go to joelinkedin.com, you can find him on Instagram or on LinkedIn. Uh, visit his website, evergreen.com, and then his business, if you want to check that out, Ajax Union um, for B2B digital marketing. If, you, if you're a company and looking into maybe hiring some consulting, that would be a great place to go as well. Uh, check out Joe's book on Amazon, High Energy Purpose. Um, Joe also has a podcast, The Breakthrough Maze, so please check that out as well, and we'll put all, put all these in the show notes. Brothers and sisters, we hope, like Joe said, that you can be fully present in this moment, even though it's a time of, of interesting uh, things happening in the world. It's still a great time to be alive. There's no better time to be alive than, than now. So enjoy those moments. It's the holiday season. Make sure you take some time to rest and recuperate and balance your life. And if you need any guidance or help, um, you can always contact folks like Joe who are willing to offer their services to you. And feel, feel free to reach out to me as we talk about often. Um, there is a lot of issues happening right now with things like mental health and other disparities. So if you just need support, please reach out to the show and we would love to support you in these moments of time. Make sure you subscribe to The Mitch Gray Show anywhere you listen to podcasts. Follow us on social media at mgraymedia. 
and share that you uh, you listen to the podcast. We'd love to be building our crowd. And like Joe said, I'm working on building it. I'm working on building it. So we need your help to do that. Have a great day. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you for having me.